Welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Weekly. I'm Bobby Jerome alongside Kurt Pickering. And uh, as we wrap up the fall sports season, uh, we're just going to recap everything that's happened in the past few weeks. So the football team ended its season the other week against the Medina Bees in the regional semifinal. Uh, the football team had a very good season this year. I, honestly, we were happy to have a season. Yeah. Um, Start, for starting late, uh, getting some late practice time, uh, I feel that the, the Wildcats really held strong. They did hold strong. Um, they had a good playoff run, too. Those two games that they won against uh, both Euclid and Solon were very impressive. The team really came together. Uh, the senior class was pretty solid this year. Some defensive pieces like Aiden Conway, Aiden Hubbard, Nick Vallada, uh, just when you talk about linebackers, but on the offensive side of the ball, guys like Nick Lamarant, Gus Salapek, uh, they also had fantastic seasons. Uh, Jack Dunstan, Colin Ween, uh, Alec Lespina as well. They all had fantastic seasons, and um, I know a lot of them plan on playing in college. Some of them uh, have already committed to colleges that they're going to play at next year. Yep. And uh, uh, we wish them the best of luck. Uh, it was also a fun last ride for me uh, being on the football broadcast. Uh, it was it was a fun month and a half that we, we were able to have a season. Uh, we Better traveled, than nothing. We traveled to some of the best stadiums in the area, being able to broadcast a game at the Brown Stadium, with followed by the next week at Paul Brown Tiger Stadium, going down to Cincinnati, playing at Xavier. Uh, really some of the best stadiums in Ohio that we were able to play at. And even the brand new one at Euclid. And brand new one at Euclid. Even Byersfield. Byersfield yeah. is a fun place to broadcast at, too. Uh, it was a fun football season. I know the junior class was very good. They stepped up when some of these seniors went down hurt. Um, and I do think next year the Wildcats will be top tier team, a top-tier team in the state of Ohio. Uh because these juniors really did step up, and the sophomore class also has some pieces to work with. So moving on to golf, the golf team, the same day the Wildcats played Medina in football, took home second place in the state of Ohio. We said it from right from the get-go at the beginning of this school year that this golf team was something special. It's the best finish the golf cats have had. Uh, since 2002 when they won the state championship. Well, not even just that. And their two-day score of a 609. Yeah. All right. That um, is the best in school history. And that's the third best in OHSAA history. Third so we're talking about a person or a team ahead of us who, you know, is second or first. And I mean, that's how impressive this year was for the Golf Cats. And ju- just to go to show you that this is not just a one-done thing for the Golf Cats... Uh, they do lose guys like Liam Doyle and Nick Logano, which uh, were very good players for this program. But if you look at some of this roster, Topher Reed, we oh. still got another year of Topher Reed. Ohio State commit. Already an Ohio State commit. Usually golf golf players don't commit yeah. until after their senior year. Not Topher Reed. No, not Topher Reed. He's something special. And we have... I believe two or three sophomores yep. that are... And the freshmen. And a couple of freshmen. And uh, freshmen. It's a very, we, we sent one freshman to States that, they, that did impressive as well. They, um, The golf cats are all... Uh, the vast majority of the team is underclassmen, and they were still able to go to the state championship and take home second place. So this, this golf team, 
the the best is yet to come. I know the the Saint Ishes is very happy with the second place trophy. Um, I I believe Nick Pison hit a hole in one at the state championship, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty much unheard of at the Scarlet Course down in Columbus. Yeah. Topher Reed and Pison uh, were also first team All State honors. Topher Reed, I believe, took home second place in the entire state of Ohio as yep. well for individuals. Yep, and uh, I believe. Didn't Pison take home third as well? I believe so, yep. So, uh, yeah, very impressive outing for the golf yep, And the freshman, very... Bradley Chill, uh, scores 79. Uh, absolutely remarkable for a freshman. It's pretty much unheard of at, at down Columbus because, one, no high school team is allowed to play. It's a private course just for Ohio State, and they allow mm-hmm. high school kids to go and play there once a year, and that's for the state championship. So it's not like... There's some Columbus school that's playing on their home turf for the state championship. It's everyone's getting a new learning experience from this golf course that they got to play at. And uh, the Wildcats just had a really impressive outing. Normally the standard for uh, Wildcat golfers is shooting a 72 on the day. Uh, Being able to shoot an 83 is impressive at the Scarlet course. Um the Wildcats were able to do fantastic at the state championship meet. Uh, congratulations to the Golfcats. That's our first piece of hardware this uh, school year for Wildcat Athletics. That is true. Um, Cross Country also brought their season to a close as well. Uh, just over the weekend, I believe, racing, correct? Yes. Yeah, they came in uh, fourth place in the state meet. Um I mean, we had Aiden Monroe, Peter Peter Fitzpatrick, Joe Maloney, Connor Geary, uh, the seniors who participated there, um, did an excellent job. Matt Kelly um, did excellent. And uh, Sean Erhan also was the second team All-State. A great, really a great season as they finished fourth in the state meet uh, for cross country. So definitely a big congratulations to them. Um, We're pretty fortunate to get some good weather um, down there at the Fortress Obats venue. yeah, I mean, once again, another uh, great sports team, Ignatius, the cross-country team. Really, uh, this is this has been a, a very good fall sports season for the Cats. It, it's very rare that you see uh, pretty much all four of your fall sports teams be in the top 30 teams in the state, the top mm-hmm. 20 teams in yeah, the state. Truly. Um, I, I know with some sports it didn't I know the standard Ignatius is state championship or bust with some people but uh, really uh, being able to take home second place uh, with golf uh, make the sweet 16 in football uh, make uh, finish fourth place for cross country and hopefully soccer finishing with first place a state championship uh, in a couple weeks or this week probably rather uh, in nine days I believe this is the state championship. Yeah, the um, soccer squad. Uh, the soccer squad judged um, just won the regional final. What? Yes, or no, two, two days, days ago. ago. It's Saturday. Two days ago, they won that one six to one. Uh, an impressive, impressive showing for the Wildcats. Um, I believe that was their thirty third straight win. They're undefeated this season. That is their thirty third um, straight win, and that is the record in San Diego school history for soccer. They I, have never uh, won that many games consecutively. And I believe if they went out and win the state championship, we will see not only a second straight state championship for the Wildcats, but a second straight national championship uh, yeah, for the Wildcats. You know, it is. But if you remember our podcast from last year with the soccer team, um, it, it's not all said and done. No. It, 
This week, the Wildcats play for the fifth straight year in the state semifinal, the Medina Bees. Yep. Uh, I know the Wildcats don't want to drop two of their sports to Medina. No, we so, do not. Uh, uh, the yeah, Wildcats... Medina. Medina definitely a very talented squad. They lost um, some of their best players last year, uh, but as, as we did too. But we gained um, a lot of talent. I think more talent in comparison to Medina. Um, some great seniors on the squad this year, and even some juniors and sophomores. I mean, this is a this is a squad that has been extremely impressive. And you know, all props uh, go to Coach McLaughlin. Absolutely, all props. You know, yeah. so impressive to take a team. Um, you know, this far, so many times consecutively. Um, what he does with the talent here at Ignatius is is undeniably, you know. Legendary, And that just shows how the mentality here is different. Most schools, you're happy to get into the Final Four. That's one of your best teams you've ever had. And it's a rarity to be competing and almost uh, and come close to winning the state championship or even winning it every year. Yeah. Um, that usually comes in once every 20 years for a normal school. With Ignatius, it's an every-year thing. When you can say going into a season – this is state championship or bust. It's impressive. That just mm-hmm. goes to show that how that confident you are in your players. One, two, just the standard that's set. Yeah, it, it's a remarkable to see how well the soccer program has become. I, I know with um, some alumni I know who went here back in the day. They they were fortunate to see the soccer cats make the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Um, uh, that just goes to show how much uh, the soccer program has improved over the years and yeah. how great of a program it is now. Hopefully, they got to get over the hump and beat Medina. Uh, and I know that's always been the hardest uh, the hardest game every year. Uh, no matter how many nationally ranked teams the Wildcats play, Medina is usually the hardest game. And then should the Wildcats beat Medina, it looks like the state championship will probably be against... Xavier for whoever yeah. wins whoever wins no, we against already played Xavier. We we beat Xavier as well. I believe it was two nothing that we beat Xavier yep. earlier in the season. It was the Jesuit Cup game. So uh the Wildcats definitely still have a lot to uh a lot to finish up on if they're gonna bring home the hardware um for soccer. Um and you know to close this episode I don't think uh it would be fit to not make a mention uh to Joe Ginley. Um, you know, to have an athletics podcast um I, I don't think it'd be fit to not mention um, all the great work that's been put forth by one of the faces of athletics for, what, the past... For, uh, past four, four and a half past years? Four and a half years, past four and a half, five years. And um, I, I know that isn't uh, as long as a ten, of a tenure as people ha- yeah, uh, but you gotta, sometimes think, but you got to think of what he did in those four and years. And not even just that, but, you know, you say four years, but we're talking about every sport, every season. I mean, that comes up to, you know... 10s on 20 and 30, 40 sports that he's covered over the seasons. Not just uh, sports, but seasons for all those sports, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Joe Ginley, absolute, absolute excellent um, career here at Ignatius. He's going to take his talents over to JCU, um, his alma mater, um, to be the athletics, uh, the sports, sports information, information director. athletics director there, sports information director. Uh, and we might be seeing some SIBN students going over and working with. Uh, Mr. Ginley for another four years. Definitely, uh, Jack O'Rourke. Um, Jack O'Rourke is over a, there last year, over there this year for his first year. Um, and Mr. Ginley uh, going over there to meet Jack there. And now we'll see, um, you know, what other students now in his phenomenal 60-student program that has grown so this, far. When, for the vast majority of the time we've been at Ignatius, um, Mr. Ginley was 
was the guy in charge of mm-hmm. the SIBN. When I came to Ignatius, or when, rather, Kurt, you and I came yeah. to Ignatius, I remember this program being 15, 13, 15 guys, 13 really. exact kids, including us. Yeah. The, the young freshmen. Uh, not, we sit here today, this program's 60 kids strong. Yep. Uh, it, it really goes to show how much this has grown, and um, just the opportunity that these kids get to get. It's, it's very rare that, I believe I've said this on the last podcast, but it's very rare that when you go around look at high school reunions uh, 20 years later there are guys that wear their leather jackets and say oh yeah I was a stud tight end on the football team I was uh, I was a great pitcher on the baseball team I I was a very good writer for the school newspaper it's very rare that you see guys like us who are going to come back at our high school reunions and say I was a broadcaster mm-hmm I, I got to broadcast your football games, your basketball games. I got to get a taste of the of the business uh, of uh, sports broadcasting, and yeah, I uh, got to got to basically sit where the big guys get to sit at some of the uh, best stadiums in the area. Mm-hmm. And you know, all that credit goes to Mr. Ginley. So a huge thanks to him. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I don't think it's speaking too far to say on behalf of the whole athletics department. Um, and, you know, us as, as, as SIBN members um, and as a school, you know, Mr. Ginley really promoting athletics, taking it to a new level uh, with, the, with the, change of, the change in era with media, how important it's been, technology. Mr. Ginley has really grown with that and embraced it uh, and expanding, you know, St. Ignatius, the, the St. Ignatius community uh, farther than just uh, within the campus limits. And while we're in a thanking mood right now, um uh, another two big thank yous. Uh, one with Mr. McCormick, who's now, uh, before we find a replacement for Mr. Ginley, is the uh, acting chair of the SIBN, who's been with the SIBN since day one, uh, who's worked with Fanta and Gulick and uh, everyone who's been with the program Mike all Watts. these years. Mike Watts, Brandon Deveni, uh, yeah, all of them. And uh, he's uh, continuing to do great work. I know... Uh, on the football broadcast, we didn't get to hear him as much, but uh, he's he was always there with the headset on with mm-hmm. us and uh, giving us little pointers as throughout the game. And uh, really, he made me sound uh, like a much better broadcaster than I actually okay. am. I can say, say the same. <laughs> um, uh, he he really just makes everyone a better broadcaster, and he's been here since day one. He's he's a guy who deserves some credit, and also a guy who's. Uh, headed the podcast program here, Ignatius, uh, Mr. Sable, who is our moderator for our podcast program, um, who who makes sure everything's working smoothly with the Wildcat Weekly, as long as uh, as well as the uh, uh, the fancy football bro- uh, yep. podcast and ev- every other podcast that we have here, at Ignatius. He's also uh, played yeah, a big uh, factor at making sure things work smoothly, and he he deserves a big shout out. Yeah, Bobby's right, especially for this podcast. You know, I came to this was an idea I had coming into my sophomore year, um, and I came to Mr. Sable with this idea. I actually went to Mr. Ginley with this idea um, last year. Um, Mr. Ginley told me to take it to Mr. Sable, and they've been so supportive uh, for us to let all of our listeners and everyone know the St. Ignatius community how the athletics has been doing. Um, so we appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, this is going to wrap up the Wildcat Weekly this week. Uh, hopefully the Soccer Cats are still playing next week. Uh, we will come back, hopefully, predicting the state championship and uh, following the soccer teams 
end of the season, we will get to uh, winter sports, which involve basketball, hockey, bowling, ex- uh, swimming, etc. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's going to conclude this episode of the Wildcat Weekly. For Kurt Pickering, I'm Bobby Jerome signing off. Stay well and go Cats.